Good evening, and welcome to Cosmic Habit Force, the podcast. I want to welcome everybody this evening. A little bit chilly out there. Could be worse for October the 16th. Apparently getting a little bit of a heat wave coming next week. The earth will do whatever she wants. We're just guests. It's just a stop. We came from somewhere and we're certainly going somewhere after this. I mean, if these are the steps in between, then we want to make sure we we really live the way we're supposed to live at the stage that we're in. And tonight, you know, I, we started on a series with Carolyn Miss. Uh, she's absolutely fantastic and talking about <clears throat> energy. You know, you hear a lot of, a lot of words being thrown around, you know, your, your energy level and vibration and all this stuff is true and, and laws of attraction and, and, you know, again, uh, none of it's wrong. It's just when it's sort of thrown at you in, in so many directions and, you know, shit's not working, then then you start to scratch your head. You actually start to, to question the process. You start to really think, like, is all this stuff that they're talking about in terms of being able to take possession of your own mind and really live the life that you want to live. I mean, you know, is it, is it true? Is the payoff, you know, is it really there? And the answer is absolutely. It most certainly is there. Tonight, uh, one of the listeners, um, uh, I've got a very close friend who, who actually, and it's what we've been talking about, really, if you listen to the past podcasts about of the body and about pain and about feeling different types of pain in, in different areas of your body and, and absolutely for different reasons. If you get a headache, opposed to a stomach ache or a rash, opposed to a backache. It's your body talking to you. It's really telling you that you got one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake at the same time. That's when the body starts to break down. So this particular podcast uh, I will get to Carolyn, but this one is is particularly on pain and what I 
basically and generally see most common is back pain, um, lower and upper, a lot of neck stuff. Uh, you know, your neck will hurt. And which side it hurts on, by the way, matters also. You'll wake up, you'll think you slept funny. No, you didn't. You're wearing too much. And what happens is, and again, I'll, I'll repeat myself, that great achievement, um, fortunately or unfortunately, is traditionally preceded by crises. And that was me. One day, just like every other for the past 20 plus years, I could not get out of bed. I'm a fairly healthy guy. I have no problems. Uh, weight's good. Uh, there was no issues with my body. I play sports, all the rest. The alarm went off and the body said no. It just locked up. And then I felt like somebody took a nine-inch blade and absolutely sliced my back all the way down from about the middle of my back down the right side of my leg. And I have never, ever experienced that type of pain in my life. It actually scared me. It was that bad and just absolutely freaked me out. I'm not a hospital guy. I don't like hospitals. And I was there screaming. Could not understand what was going on. Well, let's fast forward about, well, it was just over a year. Uh, probably taking, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 painkillers a day, screaming all night, never slept, slept literally. And, and I'm, this is no joke. I mean, I was sleeping upside down on a lawn chair in the middle of the night in my backyard. Try that one for the neighbors. Nothing helped. It was absolutely ridiculous pain. It didn't matter which way I sat. I put like books in the car and I was like twisted sideways and it was just absolutely ridiculous. And it, it nothing helped. I went to every type of doctor there were. They stretched me, they pulled me, they tied me to knot and left me like a pretzel. Nothing. Nothing would stop that pain until somebody told me that it wasn't my back that was causing the pain. And then this absolute and total angel named Dr. Sarno, S-A-R-N-O, who unfortunately is not with us anymore, but please, please look into his work, basically said that the reason you're in so much pain, my friend, is because your brain is trying to protect you. And that's exactly what was going on. I, I mean, this is, are you out of your mind? I'm screaming in excruciating pain and you're telling me that my brain's trying to help me? He's trying to protect me? Yes. Why? Because you're worrying too much. 
Because what's happening is, and it was bloody well working, is that it'll take your mind off that whole laundry list of things that you're worrying about. And guess where your mind is? Only on that pain. So it does its job. The good news is, is that it's benign. There's no real residual effect. I mean, it feels like I would never, ever walk again. Now, this was about six years ago, almost going on seven years. And when I realized that it was not my back, but the way that I was thinking, the way that I was perceiving the world, the way that I saw things that was causing my pain, in 24 hours, 50% of it was gone. In 48 hours, it was completely gone. I felt nothing. Nobody touched me. There was no pills or stretching or pulling or anything. What I realized was, was that the way that I was thinking was hurting me more than anything else in this world. I cannot stress enough how damaging your thoughts can be if you are not careful. That is the most dangerous, most dangerous enemy that we have on the planet Earth. Ourselves. It's odd. It's an oxymoron because your best friend is within as well. So is the doctor within. Cured me. I barely went to science class. It had nothing to do with being smart. What it had to do with was really taking a look about, I don't know, maybe four or five weeks before the back attack hit and saw that I was really worrying about a lot of stuff. And I really cranked up the worrying. And I wasn't sleeping properly. And I think everybody knows what I'm talking about when the volume was loud. And the only thing that I saw was just bad news all the time. And I've said this before. If the emotions on, if the thoughts in your mind cause the emotion of fear and worry, you're done. And the name of the game is to change that to faith and expectancy of the best. So the good news is, is that my good friend who now hopefully is listening in from the hospital in back pain, real bad pain, which I know exactly what you're feeling, my good friend. And I'm going to tell you that the doctors are going to come up to you now and they're going to stick you in 450 different machines and MRIs and x-rays and all the rest. And they're going to show you, you got three, four or five vertebrae out, which will always show out. You can go in an MRI when your back feels good or bad. They're always moving. That's how we twist and move. They'll tell you, don't turn to the left or right or up or down, or you, you did it on a stuck window or when you swung a, a bat or that's all BS. And at the end of the day, they'll give you a script, tell you to pop these pills and thanks for coming. That doesn't change the way that you think. 
You may feel good, but the pain won't go away. Absolutely not. You actually really don't have much of a choice. This is really not about should I or shouldn't I. Take the time and the practice to really pay attention to what I'm thinking about. And at the end of the day, if you really broke it down, I mean, just, just think for a second. If you really broke it down, the things that you are thinking about are false because nobody lies to ourselves more than ourselves. We absolutely and positively draw up the most dreary picture we possibly could of the future that's going to come. And if you notice, your mind will be traditionally in the past or the future. Never in the present. Now, also, something that I, I, again, you'll always hear, you know, be in the present. You gotta, you gotta be right now. You've gotta, one of my heroes, uh, absolutely fantastic, Dr. Joseph Murphy, uh, years and years and years ago. And, and this is what I buy into more than anything else in the world. This is absolutely and positively the habit force in action. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I mentioned earlier in a description that, you know, a, a hundred year old oak tree comes from an acorn. That little acorn will turn into the most majestic thing you've ever seen going through like a hundred different storms. And I mean, it's just unbreakable from that little acorn. And if you really think about it, everything in our lives, from the food we eat, everything, traditionally will come from a seed, including ourselves. And we have the ability as human beings to make a choice on how we want that to grow. Where do we want that to go? And it is completely and totally driven by how you think. Because how you think is how you feel. And how you feel is how you behave. And the way that you behave will bring forth in the material world exactly the reflection of what's on your mind. The results in your life today are a complete and total reflection of the way that you think. Period. There's no lying in there. The scorecard never lies. And it's the same thing with the body. If you know somebody that traditionally is sick all the time, that's exactly the reason. Because that's what's on the forefront of their mind. What's important to them, it's almost like an addiction to not feeling good. They actually feel better when they're not feeling good. 
But that's not what we want. That's just letting the mind go. Off you go. Like a little child. And you cannot do that. What you have to do is just be aware of really what's going on in your mind. And what I do is if you've got a thought in your mind, years and years ago, doctors, I mean, they had it right back then. We just got too fancy now. They called it a fixation. I mean, PTSD, the original name, the original name was called memory neuroses. That's the biggest problem we have is our memory. Our memory of the past, which reflects how we act today, which totally shapes the way that we look at our future. And it's not good. So what we have to do is understand that it's false and be able to take the images that we have in our mind that are false and be able to change them, turn the volume down, switch the image, even by force at the beginning to the picture and image of what you really want. And do not hold back. You can have absolutely anything you want on the planet Earth within the bounds of nature. That is true. It has nothing to do with education, school, uh, where you live geographically, race, uh, sex, none of that kind of stuff. It absolutely and totally has to do with the way that you think. That's it. And it starts with that. And now I have somebody close to me that's screaming in a hospital right now with the exact same thing that I had about seven years ago now. And since then, and again, I don't want to put salt on the wound. I have never had any pain. And I'm not kidding. I have zero pain in my body. If pain comes up in my body, I smile at it. I thank my brain for protecting me because I know I'm worrying about shit. And there it goes. About six months ago, a situation came up and I got trigger finger in my left hand and I showed my doctor and I said, look, my finger is locked up and they wanted to, you know, cut. I don't know if anybody's experienced trigger finger. It's not fun. Sort of when the finger locks up, um, it's like a nodule, your muscle. And uh, I'm like, no, you're not cutting me because I will fix it with my mind. That's what caused it. When you have negative images in your mind, despair, worry, your body doesn't know or really care if it's about the lineup at, at the coffee shop tomorrow or if you're being chased by a lion. You are in trouble. You're worrying and the body reacts. It's actual biologically and, and chemical. When you start to worry, your cortisone level shoots up. When your cortisone level shoots up, that's when the fun starts because that's when you've got all sorts of problems happening. Now what you're doing is altering the chemistry in your body based on your thoughts. Same with anger and all the rest. But the bottom line to all of this is, is that you've got a choice and we as humans have the ability 
to change it and change it fast. And I don't like to use the word hard. It's not hard. It does take practice. Unfortunately, you can sort of know what to do, but you're going to be put to the test. And at the beginning, when I first started my journey, I was actually studying a 12,000-year-old uh, meditation called Vipassana or Vipassana, different ways to pronounce it, um, that really focused on the breath. And I was warned that the body's going to revolt. It's not going to like, you're trying to, to relax your body and it's used to like, you know, worry, stress, freaking out. And now somebody's walked in the house and said, guess what? You know, it, it, I'm cleaning up in here now. And it does not lay down. It does not wave the white flag right off the hop. There, there's going to be a little bit of a battle. Not a big battle, but it's, it, you're going to have to work at it. But the bottom line is, is that if you just understand not so much about the positive side, but how damaging the negative side is, it makes it a lot easier. The next time something comes up in the body where you feel pain will come up and there may not be a particular reason. You're walking up the stairs, suddenly you get a headache, you woke up with the back or the neck. Don't get angry at it. Just take a look at the last week or two weeks at the way that you've been thinking. Take a look at the way that you've been behaving and really take a look at what you can do to at least stand guard. And the next time thought comes up in your mind that shows a dark, dreary picture, force the change. Replace that image with what you want. Tomorrow has not come yet, but you can decide today what you want that day to be. When you wake up tomorrow morning, the first thing you say to yourself is today, only today, forget about yesterday or tomorrow. Today, I'm having a good day. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,